to the Master Key Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where you will learn how to tune in, unlock, and attain using Charles F. Panel's perennial philosophy of success, the Master Key System. Your host is publisher, author, and world-renowned expert on Hanel and the Master Key System, Tony Mahalski. The Master Key Podcast is made available to you by www.masterkeycoaching.com. Visit masterkeycoaching.com to read valuable articles, observations, and insights about the Master Key System and the philosophy of success. To obtain your very own copy of the Master Key System free of charge, please visit www.thefreemasterkey.com. You'll be glad that you did. And now, here to help you tune in, unlock, and attain, here's Tony. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Master Key Coaching Teleseminars. It's episode number 41, and it is Monday, May 16th, 2000. 11. Uh, welcome. We had a, a little break last week. I had to take the night off. Uh, things are heating up here, uh, you know, with a couple of new books I have coming out. So I just needed every minute I can spare. Uh, by the way, my name is Tony Mahalski. I'm the owner of Callisti Publishing, and I'm the host of these here teleseminars. And this is our 41st episode. Uh, you might know, uh, might give you a clue that there are 40 prior episodes to this one, and you can find all of them, all of them, at this website www.tuneinunlockattain.com. That's www.tuneinunlockattain.com, and like I said, you'll you'll find all. 40 prior episodes, which include a, a lot of great interviews, interviews some really spectacular and tremendous people like Guy Kawasaki, Charlie Umfrit, Claire McGee, great episode with, with Claire, who is an author of mine, and that's one of the books I, uh, I'm uh, writing for release, and I'm going to talk about that in just a second here, but uh, yeah, uh, Lots of great folks had some interviews with, and of course we went through the entire Master Key System by Charles S. Hanel, and we explained it, we probed it, we uh, really went through it, answered a lot of different questions, so it was a, a great, great series, and you could find all those there. Great thing is I write little articles that, that go along with, with each teleseminar, and so there's a lot of written information, a lot of information uh, that you can listen to. And best of all, it's all free. It's there for you for free. So go there, explore it, read it, listen to it, download it, put it on your iPod, burn it onto CDs, share it with friends, tell your friends about it. Every, every link there has things so you could social media it, like put it on Facebook and Twitter and everything. So please you know, share it with everybody. It means a lot to me, and you know what? It will mean a lot to them as well, because this is a, a lot of great information there. And I mentioned Claire McGee, uh, her book. You can reserve your copy now. It's it's going to be released in a in, in just a matter of days. Her the name of her book is I believe, therefore I am, 
to visit that website, www.ibelievethereforeiam.com. You can reserve the book now, and you'll get 25% off the retail price. So really amazing. You're going to save money, and you're going to get this tremendous book. And like I've been saying, and, and this is nowhere lie. In, in the 90s, you know, everyone was reading uh, Tony Robbins' Awaken the, the Giant Within. Everyone went nuts over that book. Remember that? Then in the 2000s, everyone went nuts over The Secret. Remember, worldwide, everyone went, went crazy over The Secret. I'm saying that in, in, in this decade, these, these uh, you know, 2010s, uh, people are going to be talking about uh, Claire's book, I Believe, Therefore I Am. It's, it's really significant. It's, it's really wonderful. You heard her on the interviews here. We're, we're um, trying to get her back again. She's been you know, busy uh, you know, preparing you know, to you know, launch her book and everything. And you know, take advantage of it. Get it now. You're going to save 25%. And you're going to get a, a couple of neat little bonuses with it. So you'll be glad that you did. And you can find that at www.ibelievethereforeiam.com. So let's uh, move on and, and, and talk about what I'm going to talk about tonight, then open it up for some questions and answers, because I think that we're going to you know, have a little bit to talk about. Um, what I want to I, you know, I surf the web, get all, a lot of my information from the Internet, you know, message boards, blogs, news sites, everything, and, and I just saw a, a resurgence of, of an idea that that's, you know, goes around every so often, and it's uh, the uh, notion of uh, that you know we as people we don't earn as much money as we could because uh, you know our our minds either consciously or subconsciously are are are, are, are you know playing the program of of that old adage you know money is the root of all evil. Now we've. Now, of course, are very familiar with that with that phrase, that quote. And it's from the Bible. And however way you phrase it, if you say it, you know, the way I just said it, money is the root of all evil, or if you say it the way, you know, the, the sort of proper way, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, a lot of people are saying, like, listen, this is why you're not earning enough, and you have to, you know, once you work on clearing this mindset uh, from your psyche, you know, you'll you'll be well on your way to being Elmer J. Fudd millionaire, owning the mansion and the yacht. Now, I, like I said, I, I see this going around every couple of years. And then people have programs about it and books and things. Here's the thing. I've, I personally, a little bit of background. I was raised Roman Catholic. I was the altar boy. I was a church lector got all the sacraments, that phrase, that quote, never played in my mind, money is the root of all evil. I would, I will say, and I'm stating it right here, I've never met anyone who, who said, you know what, money is the root of all evil. I do not want any money. Or if they see money, they're running, you know, run away, run away. You know, that big fang or horrible bunny. Uh, I, I never saw it. I, I never met anyone who had this either consciously or, or subconsciously in their minds. Uh, and and it, it played on them. It, it caused them to not make any money. 
uh, I, I just never saw it. Maybe it's me, and that's something that we can discuss during the question and answer session in a little bit. Because um, it just strikes me as odd. And like I said, it gets pushed around every you know, couple years you, you see this happening. see a lot of the big guys talking about it and saying how, you know, this is the problem with you. You think money is the root of all evil. Therefore, uh, you need to buy my book, my CDs, my coaching program, on down the line. Um now, I, I, like I said, I, I don't think that notion has any, you know, bearing on anyone's earnings, on, on anyone's relationship with money. Um, it, it just doesn't compute. Because, I mean, if you really want to think about it, you know, the United, you know, the United States, it was basically founded on the on the Protestant work ethic, um, which, in a nutshell is that if you make a lot of money, you're a good person. God loves you. And we even equate that today. If we hear someone is rich, we automatically think, wow, they, they must be a good person, or they're a genius, or they're very talented. I mean, it, it, it's, it's sort of a, and we draw an equivalency, no matter how false it is. I mean, if we were to say Britney Spears is a great musician, because she has you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, does all that money make her a great musician? No. Anyway, if we watch an actor, you know, the, 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 do the, all the hundreds of millions of dollars make them the best actor in the world? No. Likewise, you know, it, it, it doesn't always work the same with money. Uh, you know, a lot of creeps make a lot of money. A lot of people do illegal and or immoral things, make a lot of money. Um, Likewise, a lot of people do a lot of good things, make a lot of money. Really, there, there's nothing in that quote that really you know, impacts one's earnings. I, I don't think it's in anyone's psyche. I, I don't think it's in anyone's subconscious. Uh, I, I just never met. And this is after coaching a lot of people, talking to a lot of people, and even you know talking to people who say, you know, th this might be on my mind. And you know, we get to the root of the matter, and it's not. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. There are three real issues that you should be looking at that are impacting on, on your earnings. Uh, and, and, and that could be monetary earnings. That could be relationship, quote-unquote, earnings, uh, things like that. So three things, uh, you know, that, are, that may be, you know, preventing you from earning all that you're, that you're worth. And, and whenever I do lists like this, I just want to, as I usually do, I want to make one thing clear. Like, they're generally in, in no particular order. You know, there is no number one. Because when you do that, you just tend to focus on that number one item and, and then you forget the rest. And that's a bad move. You know, sometimes all the things on the list are kind of important. And, all, and, and also with these lists, they're generally in no particular order. Um, so, you know, try to take all of them and see, and especially with this list, see if it applies to you and then work on that. Um, and, and that way, you know, hopefully, you know, see yourself earning more and, and getting what your, your true value is, what your true worth is. Okay. So like I said, let's step away from that notion that, uh, you know, money is the root of all evil is, 
is in our minds. And said, so let's look at these three things. And the first thing that really influences our income, our earning power, uh, is you know, our self-confidence, our self-worth. Now, some might say, Tony, that money is the root of all evil. It ties into that. No, it, it doesn't. Because, you know, that money is the root of all, all evil is just people's attitudes towards money. Like I said, take any person off the street and you, and you say to them, do you want more money or less money? 100% across the board, everyone is going to say, I want more money. And they could be Bill Gates. They'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the five. <laughs> I, I mean, right. Um but if you go up to any, anybody on the street and, and you say, hey, do you want this five bucks? People with low self-confidence might start getting really shaky about it. What did I do to deserve this? Someone with self-confidence would be like, sure, just take the money and keep walking. And, and so that's really the, the main thing all of us really have to work on in order to maximize our earning potential. That's our self-confidence, and that's probably the biggest one. Like I just said, there are no particular order. You really have to look at them all equally, but you know, in this particular list, this is the big one, and this is the one which, with which we might be dealing with the rest of our lives. And even if we are confident, we could always maybe do it just a little bit more. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about going into the area of arrogance or, you know, being all haughty or anything. I'm talking about just having a good, healthy self-confidence, a good, healthy self-worth. Um, you know, because far too many of us probably let other people push us around, affecting our earnings. You know, we're, we're afraid to raise our voices during meetings. We're afraid to, you know, stand up for what we think is right. You know, I had a, a client, very successful client, who often, often found herself in, in that position. She's just afraid uh, to really, uh, how could you say, you know, uh, you know, shake the, 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 rock the boat. And, you know, it really affected her. You know, the, the, there are some issues that arose from that. You know, and like I said, very successful person, very intelligent, someone you would not believe ha would have any confidence issues. Person did, really affected them, had to work on that. And when we did, you know, a lot of things began opening up. And there's a great story. We'll save that for another time. But lots of great, stupendous things, be, uh, stupendous things happen. And, man, she's, she's really terrific now, night and day. But that, it's a big one. We have to work on our self-confidence. We have to work on our self-worth and know that, hey, we're, you know, we're worth something. Our ideas are worth, are worth something. You know, what we have and what we have to offer is worth something. You know, Claire McGee in her book, I Believe Therefore I Am, she talks about this a lot because she deals with this a lot with, with her coaching clients where, you know, they, they just don't have it. They, they, you know, they, they have no spine, no will. But you know what? So you, you need that. We need that in life, and we need that if we want to get the good things in life. You know, they're just not going to drop in our, in, into our laps. Sometimes we're going to have to you know, fight for them. We're going to have to push our ideas forward. We're going to have to push 
our wants and needs forward. And, and that takes self-confidence. That takes a healthy self-confidence. Now, like I, I uh, mentioned a little bit earlier, we're not talking about arrogance. We're not talking about unhealthy self-confidence. We're not talking about being haughty or, or, or anything like that. But, you know, when you know who you are, when you know what you want, and when you know that, hey, you know, I'm a human being just like anyone else, and I, and, I, and I deserve a fair shake just like anyone else, you know, you're on the right road. And this, like I said, and just in this list, that's the big one. That's the one that I see most often when I coach people. That's the thing I, I, I tend to, I'm going to say most, um, and we even in, in, in your own lives, not, you know, with friends and family, you know, you know we all know someone who, who could be so much better than what they are, but they just don't have the confidence to, to really go out there and take uh, what, what could be and, and should be theirs. They, they just don't have that confidence in themselves and you know what they are and what they're about. You know to to reach for that brass ring and to you know really take it. So that's something you should be concentrating on. And how do you work it? You know, do the master key system. A lot about self confidence in the master key system. You know, like I said, Claire's book. I believe, therefore, I am. You know, great resources. Uh, great resource for building your, your self-confidence and, and, and building it healthily and wisely. Um, and, and other than that, just you know, saying to yourself every day, hey, I'm somebody, I'm worth something, and then taking little chances step by step. And when you're afraid to do something, push yourself to do it. You know, when, when you're with friends, you know, push yourself to, to you know, talk, to, to voice your opinion. If you're somewhere new, push yourself, force yourself to you know, just smile at someone, meet someone new. You know, little things like that begin adding up. You, you don't, you won't notice it. You know, two days after you start, uh, you know, shaking uh, hands with new people, you, you won't notice it a week after. But you know, a month goes by, a couple months go by, you're going to start to see a change within yourself. So, you know, you start taking these little chances, which to someone else might be nothing. But to you, and that's all that matters, to you is, is just those, those little baby steps, those, those little, little inch-by-inch steps that, that get you towards you know, what you want, you know, being more confident, being more courageous, being happier. So just take those little steps. You know, fill your mind with good thoughts. That the master key system, Claire McGee's, I believe, therefore I am, and, and then do do some do some of those activities. You know, baby steps. Do the things that you are afraid to do. Go to places you are afraid to go, and and, and just revel in it. And, and trust me, when you do little things like that, you know. Fear is a, a, a lot of times just a, a big perception. It's just a big mind, you know the rest of the word. The thing is when you confront it and you know, you say you, you know, you're, you're in a meeting and you're, you're, you're so afraid, your palms are sweating, you feel your face getting flushed, you feel the blood rushing and pumping, but yet you, you, when you force yourself to you know, raise your hand and voice your idea, you might say it, your voice might crack. 
you might be have, have those beads of sweat on, on your upper lip. You know, when you're done, you, you did it. It, it. It's over with. I, I call it, it's sort of like that, that first big drop on, uh, on a roller coaster. You know, you're, you hear the, 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 the chain, clink, 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 clink. The higher you go, you start looking around. Oh, my God, you, you know, you can see your house from there. And then you get to the top, and man, by by the time you're top, you're you're, you're gripping the, the the handlebar, your your knuckles are white, you're, you're you can barely breathe, and then it drops, and you feel that exhilaration, maybe fear, maybe nausea, but you know when you pull out of it, and then the ride starts kicking in, it's fun, it's exhilarating, it, it's it's exciting. And then when the ride stops, you get out, you're like, man, I sort of want to do it again. You might say, man, I'm glad that's over, but you know you know, you can handle it. And it's, and it's along the same lines here. It's, it, you know, we've, we all feel that. We've all, you know, done things. Even the most self-confident and courageous person, you know, they have those moments where, man, uh, <laughs> I took a lot of guts. But, you know, when you push through it, it's exhilarating. So just take those baby steps. Take those, take those you know, little chances, those little moments to really push the envelope a little bit. And over time, through, through, this, through the knowledge you gain and, and through the experience, you're going to have the self-confidence you want. You're going to have the self-confidence so that when that person walks up to you on the street and says, hey, want five bucks, you're going to be like, sure. And then you grab it and keep going. And much of your life is going to be the same way. You, know, you won't be doubting yourself as much, and you'll be out there. It'll be wonderful, and it'll be great. And it all you know, hinges on your self-confidence. Let's get to number two. Now, this, is, this also is a big one. So like I said, while the self-confidence is, is pretty damn big, this is a big one, too. This is, like I said, you know, don't overlook anything. But the, you know, one of the reasons that you may not be uh, you know, earning your full potential is you don't know the full value of what you have. You know, it's like self-confidence, except that it deals with what, whatever you have or what you're doing, you know, what you do for a living. And you just don't know the true value of it. You, you might be out there, you know, doing what you do, and you might be, you know, metaphorically speaking, you know, painting Picassos, but you're, but you're selling them a, 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 as if they were, you know, uh, your, your children's finger paintings uh, from kindergarten. You know, it happens to all of us. You know, we, we just don't realize, you know, the talent we have, the abilities we have, the skills we have. So when we put them out there on the open market, and we undervalue them. And, and that you know, hurts us, obviously, because we're not earning that, but it, it hurts us more so because, it, you know, over the long run, it just devalues, you know, not just what we do, but what everyone who, who does something like that does. You know, part of this is just, like I said, it, it is tied into self-confidence, so that might be part of it. But another part of it is, you know, sometimes we're just not that in tune with our industry in whatever that is, or we're just not in tune with what, what's going on in, in that milieu. Because even in relationships, you know, think about it. Like, you know, substitute money 
in, in any of these examples, so to do money with relationships or love or health or anything like that. And, and you're going to find that they work uh, just as well. But, it, you know, if we're in a relationship, you know, we're, we're a great boyfriend, we're a great girlfriend, and we're, we're doing the do, and what we do is great, but we're not getting a whole lot in return, but we're just taking it. Because we figure, oh, wow, everyone does this in a relationship, right? And then you study relationships a little more, and you listen to what other people are talking about, their boyfriend or girlfriend, and you realize, wow, I do way more than that. And, you know, makes you, starts, starts uh, causing you to think. Same thing in our industry. You know, if we're not up on, on what's going on in our industry, what things are worth. You know what what things are you know in play and not you know we're gonna get left behind you know if, if we're in business for ourselves or if we're freelancing and we and we you know put what we have to offer out there and it's good you know, if we're not charging enough uh, if, if you know or in, if we're not charging in line with what are you know the standards in the industry like I said you know we're, we're screwing ourselves in some ways, we're screwing other people in the industry, and it, 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 it you know just a whole mess. You know, I mentioned Picasso's earlier, but you know, this is along the lines of, you know, you ever watch some of those TV shows like uh, the one where the, the the on the on the WVIA stations where uh, or you know public broadcasting system, people bring in their stuff, the Antique Roadshow. Uh, or even that new show, that uh, Pawn Stars now. But, you know, you always hear those stories about, you know, some guy had, you know, was throwing away a piece of junk in his basement, you know, puts it outside, and, you know, some other guy who, who you know, knows a, a little bit about something, sees it, picks it up, turns out it's a, a missing Picasso or a missing Rembrandt or something like that, or, or it's an old antique that's worth, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, we really have to take the time to know what we're worth. Now, this takes honesty because we have to look at ourselves and what we do and, and be honest about it. Once again, we, it, as, just like self-confidence, we can't over-inflate what we do. Unfortunately, a lot of times what we do, though, is, we, is, is that we you know, underestimate what we have. So we, you know, we have to look at ourselves honestly. We have to you know, take the time to learn about what we have, What's out there? What's in the industry? What, what's what's in the milieu? And and, and really put put a, 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 the proper price tag on it, and not once again undervalue what we have or what we're doing. Uh, you know, it's it's a big one. Like I said, very tied into self-esteem or and self-confidence and and, and self-worth. But it's really about you know, not just about us, but it's about what we have and, and what we do. So that's something pretty major to keep your eye on. And the last one, number three. Now, said self-confidence is the big one. And, you know, knowing, you know, what the value of what we have, that's also a big one. You know, but number three, said it's a pretty big one as well. And what it is, and, what, and the third re reason why, you know, we may not be earning what we are worth is that we are protecting our downside too much. 
Now, what that means is, now there's this old saying in business, and it's a great saying, and there's a lot of wisdom in it, but it's that when you protect your downside, the upside will take care of itself. Basically means that, you know, if you're getting into a deal, you, you make sure that anything that can go wrong, you're protected from it. So, hey, what if this thing, you know, falls apart? How much money am I going to lose? You want to limit your exposure. You want to, you know, limit your, your legal exposure. You want to limit your financial exposure, you know, so that whatever happens on the downside, you're protected. And that way, when you're not worrying about those things, you, you can just concentrate on making sure the upside is as good as possible. And it's great. It, 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 anyone who's in business or wants to be in business, you, you have to know that. Or, and, and even life in general. You know, we want to protect our downside. You know, we drive with a spare tire, you know, just in case. And that's part of protecting the downside. You know, a lot of people will have cellular phones just for the sole purpose. They'll get one phone, the cheapest plan, you know, 5 or $10 a month just in case. So if they're ever on the road somewhere, they can dial you know, 911 or call AAA or whatever. Protecting the downside. Like I said, phenomenal. It makes sense. But, you know, just like with uh, self-confidence, you know, sometimes it can, it can take a little too far and we can become arrogant and become, you know, kind of prickish. With, with this, you know, when we're protecting the downside, take it to a, a bit of an extreme and... Instead of just protecting, you know, the downside, we stay where we are. We miss out on opportunities because we're afraid to take the step forward. We're afraid to take even the minutest of chances. And so in doing this, we screw ourselves out of good possibilities, good possibilities, good opportunities, uh, chances for new jobs, new careers, you know, new relationships, new everything. And listen, sometimes it can really hurt us. So, you know, here's an example. Say someone is in a, re in a relationship, okay? And it's an abusive relationship. But they say to themselves, you know, they, they only hurt me when they're drunk. Otherwise, it's great. You know, they're protecting their downside, meaning, hey, they, they want to keep things stable and, and Stay where they are instead of looking at the upside. Hey, <laughs> if you get out of this relationship, you won't have someone abusing you. And you'll have a lot happier life, and you won't even have to worry about that. But, you know, we even do that in, in jobs as well. You know, we'll be in a position, and instead of, you know, like I said, you know, taking true value of what we have to offer, said, you know what, I'm good where I am now. Why should I move somewhere else where I don't know what's going to happen there? Now, in saying something that, and in saying something regarding both scenarios, that I'm not talking about jumping somewhere or you know going somewhere haphazardly. I'm not talking about just closing your eyes and, and jumping into the pool without you know, looking what's in there. No, I'm saying, hey, dip your toe in the water. I'm saying, hey, make sure that the water is in there. Make sure it is deep. Make sure it isn't too cold. But. You know, don't stay dry just because that's where you are. Sometimes you have to jump in and get wet. 
and most of the time, you know, go about things rationally, go about things logically. You go about things in the way that Charles F. Hanel explained in the Master Key System, you're going to be okay. Every so often you'll make a move and, and you'll think you thought it through, you think you covered all the bases, and then you make the move and you'll jump in. Oops, something I didn't check on, the water is way too chlorinated. Man, it stings my eyes and or whatnot. I have to get out. Okay, but you know what? You work from that. You grow from that, and you move on to something else. But more often than not, I've seen people who just focus on protecting the downside so much. Like I said, they just don't move anywhere. They they stay where they are. They, you know, they 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 don't uh, you know look for the promotion at work. And if they you know, do look for it and, and, and then don't get the promotion, instead of looking elsewhere, and mind you, once again, and as long as an honest assessment of goals and, and deservability was in there and, and everything, so it's not haphazard, so that in, in, instead of you know, looking elsewhere and saying, wow, my, my skills are great, I should have had this promotion, it, it was just nepotism or favoritism in the workplace, and you know, I don't know. I've seen it happen. Uh, you know, they, they stay at the job and just accept it for what it is. Instead of you know, looking around and saying, hey, guy with my skills, guy with my abilities, what I've done for this place. And, it's, you know, just look around, see what opportunities are out there. And maybe, and maybe more than maybe, probably there's something out there that's better. It's just that you have to take the shot instead of protecting the downside. You know, in the relationship scenario, in, in, instead of just, you know, taking what's there, you know, taking what's being dished out, and just being happy that it's not worse. You know, how many times have we heard that phrase? You know, ima imagine that you could live a full life, you know, free of abuse and, 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 and free of, you know, the shenanigans that come along with it. And, and you know, it just takes a little bit of a chance. You know, there's that old saying, sometimes, you know, we just prefer the devil we know. And unfortunately, I've, I've you know, seen that happen far too often. You know, there, there's a, a big, wonderful world out there. And you know what? Regardless of what you hear on the news, regardless of what you read on the Internet, it is overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, there are creeps out there. Yes, there are risks. Yes, there are scams. You know. But not as often as as you know we're it's perceived. In all reality, you know, there's a lot of great people out there. There are a lot of great opportunities. You know, a lot of great things going on. A lot of exciting things going on. And we just have to move from where we are to you know where they're where those things are and take advantage of them. But we're never going to do that if. We're protecting our downside too much. And sometimes you know, we have to let it go and, and, and venture boldly forward. And, and that way we can find out and get what's truly coming to us, what our true worth and value is. So in review, you know, the three real things that, that, that may be preventing you from earning your full worth. The first is our self-confidence, our, our self-worth, the view of ourselves, the idea like if we're deserving or not, you know, just our self-confidence. Like I said, that's the big one. 
the second thing, like I said, this is tied into that self-confidence, is we, we don't know the value of what we have. So we, we either underestimate it, and therefore we, you know, we charge far less than what it's worth. You know, we, we look at the things we do, and, and we, we just don't think that they're on par with what other people are doing. Now, well, you know, what we have, we have to, you know, really know the value of it. And, you know, take that as an example is, you know, you know, imagine we have a, have a, you know, a painting in your basement. You know, is it a Picasso? I don't know. Get it, check out. Learn about your industry. Learn about what you have to offer. Learn about your milieu. Learn the true value of, of what you have and what you do. And then lastly, the third reason that we, we may not be, be you know, earning as, as, as much as, as we're truly worth is, is the fact that we are protecting our downside too much. Instead of, you know, looking at the options and the opportunities around us and, and taking a shot, we're just standing in one place and, and protecting what we have. And you know, whether that be, you know, bad or okay. Uh, instead of looking for something that's great and, and something that we want and, and something that's, you know, really cool and exciting, let's say, uh, you know what, there's risk involved, so I'm just going to stay where I am, protect what I what I have uh, instead of risking it on, on, on something new. Like I said, you know, it's the devil I know. So we're protecting our, our downside too much. So there you have it. As opposed to, you know, money being the root of all evil, you know, really uh, influencing us, like I said, I don't think that's the case. I, I think these three instances are, are you know, the reasons we're, we're not earning as, as much as we want to. And, when I say, and like I said, when I say earning, I mean, you know, substitute, you know, relationships, substitute, you know, career, substitute, you know, business, substitute money in there, and, and, it, and it, you know, works out. Um, like I said, money rules all evil. I, I don't think that's that's even on uh, a, a, a speck on the radar. These three things are, you know, it's our self confidence. It's, it's knowing, you know, the, uh, the value of what we have and, and what we do, and, and uh, you know, being being willing to, to venture forward and, and not protect our downside as much. Like I said, a little bit controversial, but what do y'all think? Um, let's open up for some questions and answers. If you want to ask a question, please hit the five and the star key on your keypad, and you know, we'll, we will chit-chat. All righty, have one right here. Hello, this is Tony. Hey, Tony, this is John. How are you? John in Orlando, my friend. How are you doing tonight? I missed you last week. Yeah, the message too, and uh, I'm I'm glad I made it tonight. I was able to make it tonight. Absolutely, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you're always a, a a good friend and a and a good guest. So thank you very very much. Well, thank you for uh, for sharing your your wisdom as you do every day, every uh, Monday. And almost even, uh, every Monday, we have to say almost every Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, some month. Some, well, I guess one can, one can listen to the uh, podcast, the replays. If if uh, if there isn't one live, you can you can listen to it anyway. So, so it's, uh, 
And that's all for you. <laughs> <substitute. laughs> hey, I, I wanted to uh, – uh, uh, the, the third, the third uh, um, um, concept, the third rule that you mm-hmm. put up there, uh, mm-hmm. that we don't uh, – that we um, – how do you put it? We don't let go of, of the... Uh... We, we, pr- we protect our downside too much, meaning oh, okay, okay. You know, we, we look at what we have and we want to protect what we have uh, yeah. more than you know, we want to venture forth into something new. Uh, so if we're, if we, let's say we have a job, and it's an okay job, but it isn't a great job, but you know, there, there are opportunities around us everywhere. Uh, you know, maybe something more in line with, you know, what we want to do, something that pays better. But we'll say, you know, what I have is good enough. Because, you know, why risk what I have, you know, by going with something new? Or the example I gave with the relationship, you know, I I used an extreme example, but I have seen that example where someone would say, you know what, hey, I'm, uh, no, unfortunately it was a woman, but she said, you know, he only does it when he's drunk. I mean, what else am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Like, um, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, you know, and once again, uh, you know, I, I, so, so, in a situation like that, I, I know that there's a lot more psychology behind it. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> anyone who's listening, you know, don't, please, no, not, not a whole bunch of emails. I mean, I know that there's right. a lot going on, but just the gen- generally, you know, a, a lot of times we find ourselves sometimes in relationships where, uh, well, at least I have a girlfriend. And even though you know, she might be, you know, a bitch on wheels. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I'm, John, I've talked to you a couple of times. <laughs> I, I know I've been in that. I've been in that. I know I dated her. <laughs> I'm kind of confident you dated her, too. So we become complacent of the things you know, that, that we have. In in a way, you know, it, it can be complacency. Um, I'm I'm more, but I'm more looking at it in the fact, in the sense of, uh, you know, it's 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 what we have and it's what we know. So even though it's not even enough to make us complacent, it's, it's just enough to be like I said, at best okay. Uh, we're afraid to let it go because it's. Uh-huh. It, it, it is what we have. It is what we know. And out there is new. It might be risky, and it, it, it you know, it's not what we know. And okay. So, 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 so it's it, so it, is, it is fear, fear of letting letting it go. It, it, yeah, that, that's definitely a part of it. Absolutely. Uh, the, the main reason being, it, it's it, it's that. Like I keep saying, it's it's uh, you know it's what we have. It is with what we are familiar. Uh, so whether it be a person or a job or you know a, a business or whatever, it, it's just something that you know we know. We wake up in the morning and we go and do this. You know, it's part of our routine. It's part of our habit. And you know, it, it's you know just you know there it's what it is whereas if if we were to you know start looking at new opportunities you know we might run the risk of losing what we have i mean we 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 might you know if we start looking for another job you know what if we lose the job we have now 
you know, if, if we start thinking about leaving that relationship, well, you know, what happens if we if we lose this girl or this guy? You know, we we start worrying about that, even though we, we might not even really like them, but it's just what we have. <laughs> and so instead of you know putting that at risk, I said we you know stay where we are, and we just. I'm not going to say we cling to what we have, but we, we definitely don't reach out for anything more. And that's what I just call protecting the downside, meaning, hey, whatever we have, we're, we're just going to keep what we have. And if we're, you know, like I said, it's not complacency and it's not even being satisfied with what we have, but it, it, it is just what we have. It's ours. And how, how sometimes we use that word ours, like, you know, we, we just, uh, you know, use it with sort of a sense of pride and just say, well, you know, hey, it might not be the best thing in the world. It might not even be something I like, but you know what? It's mine. Uh, you know, it's like that quote from uh, Milton's Paradise Lost. Hey, you know, it, it might be better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. <laughs> uh, and, and that's sort of what I mean by, you know, we're protecting that downside. You know, it's what we have. And, you know, we don't want to lose it because it's ours. And like I said, it, we might not even be proud of the fact that we own it, but it, it, it God damn it, it's ours. And, and we want to, you know, we, we want to do our best to sort of keep it that way. So, so, so the, the fact that uh, we don't want to let it go, mm-hmm. um, is, is, is that, is that, some, is that, could it be some type of addiction to, to that, which we don't want to let go? Uh, be, be, be because after 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 all, you know, if you're if you're trying to kick the habit of smoking, and you don't you don't want to let go because you have to have it as an addiction. It, so. it, it might be in some cases it might be, and that's where we get where you know, hey, all three of these things are kind of equally important because sometimes yes. you know when it comes to self confidence issues, there is a certain addiction to certain situations. Um. And, and that that's a whole other thing. You know, volumes have been written about that. Um, but it, 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 it sometimes can be an, an addiction type thing where, hey, we're, we're – and, and, and in, in this case or in this instance, I'm going to put the word addicted in quotes. Yeah, it's not yeah. really an addiction. It's not like a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction or, right. or something like that where there's a, a physiological – um, craving for it, and 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 it's not also a, a psychological addiction in the sense of of many of the psychological addictions, but it is just that yeah that sort of addiction and put that in quotes to once again you know what we have and what we know, uh, you know it, it, it is in some ways like a fear of the unknown or, or a fear of of new things, and you know on the flip side of it that addiction you know to just what we have to the relative normalcy, which really isn't a word, but the real word would be <laughs> of, of, of that, you know, our situation. So, you know, like, uh, yeah, the, the, there's just, like I said, that, that devil we know, and it's ours, and, yeah, we, we just want to keep that same general, you know, normality that, that we've to which we've grown accustomed. And so in that sense, yeah, it, is, it is a lot like an addiction. And in that sense, it, you know, there is a, a, a lot of, sometimes a lot of psychology 
uh, at play. But the great thing is, is that you know once we get keyed in on it, once we notice it, you know it, it's it's pretty pretty damn easy to break free. Because once we see that, and once sort of like our eyes are open to it, we can be like, ah, oh, okay. And, and hopefully, you know, along those lines, we see, wow, there are great opportunities out there. And a, a lot of it comes along with the fact that in a, a lot of our lives, you know, we, we live it on, on a sort of autopilot. And, you know, we, we have these habits that we go through, these routines that we go through, these rituals that we go through. And, and and these things just you know become our life, and you know sometimes and it's like anything else, and and that's where this you know quote addiction unquote you know thing comes in, is the fact that you know we, we tend to really like it a lot, or and even if we don't necessarily like it, like I said it, it's it's ours, it's it's what we know, it's what we're used to, it, it's it's what we're you know used to encountering on a you know, daily, hourly, you know, minutely basis. And, and you know, as, as long as we're running on this autopilot, man, we're, we're going to keep on doing that. But, we, you know, when we have our eyes open for us or when we open our eyes of our own volition and when we really take a look around and, and see, you know, honestly and objectively everything that's around us, you know, that's, you know, when we start to, you know, break that you know addiction so to speak and that's why the master key system was so powerful because man you could just read that book and that's what that book is a you know, one of the things that book is about you know it's really about opening our eyes just seeing the world as it really is and the things around us as they really are and to take advantage of the opportunities and to you know shun the, the things that are not advantageous to us so that we can live a great happy yeah, life of our choosing, and and that's you know that's the the, the big point. A lot of times, uh, let me just finish by saying you know with the addiction thing. A lot of times, like I said, it, it is like an addiction because you know we're just on autopilot protecting you know what we have, and so like 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 I said, that that that's a good little uh, analogy. Now it's. Like I said, I'm just going to use it as an analogy because I, I don't think it's a, a true addiction that's going on, but it, a, a lot of the things do fall in line. So, yeah, that, that's, that's really good and smart, and yeah, it, like but, I said, it's easy to break. Right, but, 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 but there's emotion involved, right? There's emotion involved? Of course, of course. So any emotion is somehow tied to psychology, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the big thing we'll find is that, you know, we're, you know we have feelings of, of, you know, either you know, satisfaction or, uh, hey, this is just a normal day. You know, the, I, I don't know if there are words uh, uh, for for these emotions, you know, because, like, you know, a lot of things we feel, they just you know, aren't necessarily words for it, if you know what I mean. So we right. could be going through our normal day and just, feel normal. You know, how do you feel today? Fine. I feel fine. I feel normal. Um, and, and, but when we're, you know, yanked out of that a little bit or, you know, some different things are happening, you know, you feel either, you know, stressed or discombobulated or, or maybe, you know, some good things happen. We feel very happy that particular day. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. A, I'm sorry? 
not uh, not as 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 a good uh, uh, point of view there the way you're explaining okay. it. Yeah, and and so you know so yeah emotions are involved, but the big one uh, with that with this last one is is just the emotion of fear, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know fear of of losing what we have rather than you know you know taking that shot of happiness and and uh, and you know going for you know what could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And 99%, 99% of the time, fear is just imaginary, and the 1% that happens is it happens, and nothing, nothing major happens. You're able, you're able, you're able to cope with it. Absolutely, and, and that's that's a, a big part of it. And that's you know, with with uh, you know, protecting the downside. You know, a, a big part of it is, like I said, you know, it's not like we're jumping into things haphazardly. You know, it's like let's let's talk about a, a, a relationship again. Um, you know, we, we're all you know pe- people of the world. I'm certain you know all of us or most of us ha- have been in relationships at one time or another. And, and you know, you don't want to be haphazard in a relationship. You know, you know sometimes you know you, you, you get you know your relationship goes into a rut. Um, doesn't mean you end it or you start looking for something better and, and so you act haphazardly and say I'm going to you know rush over there now uh, you know with that other person now, that's you know might be silly like I said all these things you know when, when you're looking at new opportunities or you're looking at you know career advancement and, and things like that it, you know it, it's it's about you know looking at things the way Charles F. Hanel described it which is you know logically and rationally and putting some thought in behind it you know, it, it's not acting impulsively or uh, you know, haphazardly, or, or just you know, shooting from the hip. It's it's you know about putting some thought into it and, and saying, okay, you know, you know, what could make my situation better? Uh, you know, if you find out, hey, like in the job situation, I said, you know, maybe you're working in, in a place where that's not run really well. Uh, you know, maybe you're working in a place that. Uh, like, like I said, you know, there's there's favoritism going on and uh, and things of that nature. Well, okay, if you see that and it's honest, then then start making plans for a move. You know, don't take it as you know the devil that you know. Uh, don't assume that every workplace is like that because they're not. Uh, you know, look at it logically and rationally, and 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 you know, make the move that's that's best for you. But don't act out of fear of of losing what you have. Uh, don't don't allow that to to force you to stay where you are and not make any move whatsoever because that that in my view is, is is probably more detrimental in many ways than if you're just shooting from the hip. Yes, absolutely. yeah, that's true. Thank you so much, Tony. Hey, Tony, can, can I can I say one more thing? Absolutely, a, you can say whatever a, you want. A, a, a personal comment, please. And this is this is a personal comment, my point of view. Uh huh. It, the the root no the money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I believe that the, well, I I see that as a um, as a uh, some uh, some uh, the, there must be some type of a religious uh, thematic uh, statement uh, which is to, from a point of view is false because uh, uh, first of all uh, you you uh, anything becomes evil the, the way you see it, meaning that uh, everything everything's good. It's just that if you see, if you see if you see the bad, uh, if you see uh, something 
evil is because uh, you have evil in your heart or in your mind. Mm-hmm. So, so, so to, to, to me, everything is good. Money is good. Money is, money is, it should be love with, with respect, with gratitude, not, not, not worship, of course, but, but you know, with, with respect and, 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 and give it and receive and give it. Uh, but but that, that 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 saying comes, I think, it comes from the the Bible. And actually, the, the actual quote was, um, uh, "The love of money is the root of evil." But anyways, it's all the same. Money, the root of money is. My my question is: Have do you think that actually influenced your view of money? That quote, like, has that ever actually played in your mind? As you know. For, you know, oh my God! You saw money, and you said, "Oh my God, I cannot have that because uh, I, 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 you know, money's the root of all evil." No, 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 no. In every day, in, in every day, even even when I was uh, very religious, mm-hmm. uh, it never, it, it never did. Uh, yeah, and, that, and, and that's my—that is one of the, the, uh, 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 my main point is that you know, a lot of people say, you know, this is the reason a lot of people don't earn as much as they want is because, you know, this is going on in their mind that they think money is the root of all evil. It's like, you know, I've never, like I said, I grew up Roman Catholic. I was in the church. I was the altar boy and the lector and got con- confirmed and everything. Right. And, yeah, I've, I, that it, it's it's never been something that hindered me. I, I never, you know, saw, a, a, you know, a, a stack of 50s and, and, you know, ran away from it. <laughs> you know, like, oh, website. 
MatthewsMatters.com, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S-M-A-T-T-E-R-S.com. Great blog, lots of great information there. And like I said, you just told me, I just checked out, great new design, very slick, very clean. Uh, so you'll find a lot of great information there. Um, like I said, one of the best things you could do to help boost your self-confidence and your self-worth is to, you know, the master key system, as well as, you know, get Claire's uh, book, I Believe, Therefore, I Am. And you can visit www.ibelievethereforeiam.com. Links will be there. You can get 25% off. You're going to get coaching with Claire. It, it's really phenomenal. It's really great. And, uh, you know, we're, the book's just about ready to be released. So reserve your copy now and save 25%. And, folks, that's going to wrap it up for tonight. So hope you join us uh, next week. Be the same bat time, same bat channel. And until then, may all of you get for yourselves the best of everything. Why? Because you all deserve it. Have fun, you all. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Master Key Podcast. Please visit www.masterkeycoaching.com for valuable articles, observations, and insights about the Master Key System and the philosophy of success. While you're there, subscribe so that you're informed when something new is posted. The best way to succeed is to tune in, unlock, and attain. So visit www.masterkeycoaching.com completemasterkeycourse.com and begin tuning in today. Thank you for listening. Be kind and have fun.